0: Hi everyone. I'm Mosey Truitt, and welcome to the podcast where we explore the amazing and vast wisdom of horses, as well as the incredible and magical connection they share with their human companions. Welcome to In the Spirit of Horse. Hi, everyone. I hope you guys have had a great week. Thank you, everyone, who listened to the first three episodes we released of this podcast last week. I'm so excited that it's launched, and yeah, from here on out, there'll be a new episode every single Friday for 15 episodes, and that will be season one. So thank you guys all for listening. This week, something has been on my mind. Fear. I talked last week with Nina Polo about the pressures on equestrians, and we ended up diving a bit into the relationship we have around fear and horses. We discussed why it's so important to acknowledge fear's presence, rather than shutting it out and pretending it's not there. If we don't, it tends to run the show. I love Nina and her insight, and I felt inspired to examine fear more closely in my life recently because of this talk we had. Fear is here for a reason there's a knowledge in fear. Fear is here to help keep us safe, to keep us alive. It's a very base emotion. It's something we all have. It helps us to determine what is safe and what situations we should try to avoid. And it can give us great knowledge. It's a really deep-seated tool for survival. However, it's not always rational. Fear, if given its way unchecked, would like to keep us in a tiny bubble of what is known and what is safe, and most likely also what is very boring. It wants to make a very safe but also very limited world for us. Fear likes to keep the world very, very small, which is a problem if you want to experience the world and all of its wonders. It rejects the unknown, labeling it unsafe before we have even had the chance to get to know and discover what it really is. Fear is a wonderful tool to get knowledge and information, a vital tool actually, but it's a terrible leader. We have to acknowledge that it's there. Like Nina and I talked about last week, ignoring the presence of fear only pushes it farther down in our psyche, making it harder to identify, often resulting in unconscious lashing outs. Symptoms of fear may start to surface under the guise of runoff emotions such as anger, kind of. Splurting out whenever uh, whenever we get fearful and are having a hard time talking, but whenever we're not aware of the fear that's going on. Or sometimes even when we are aware. I see this all the time with horses. I actually used to experience this all the time. A situation where I didn't know what to do would come up with a horse. And because I didn't know what to do, the situation was unknown, I'd often feel scared and fearful of the situation. But because that fear was buried deep inside, instead of facing the fear or asking for help, I'd lash out in anger. I would get angry at the horse for acting up, even if maybe the horse was just scared. And adding fear to that situation certainly doesn't help. But I wasn't sure what else to do. Later, I would regret my brash and harsh behavior, acting out in anger, I knew it wasn't how I wanted to be with my horses, but I didn't know what else to do, especially in unknown situations. Horses are big, and if it feels unpredictable, it can be scary, and we have to acknowledge that. I felt a lot of shame about this behavior for a long time, but now looking back, I see the fear, and I understand where I was coming from. I can extend some of that understanding and love to my past self, while still looking to improve my behavior in the future, and to grow. And through the growing process, I now realize that fear is not a good leader. It doesn't make the decisions I want to make. It doesn't make me into the person I want to be. Many times the actions we regret the most stem from moments of fear. Moments where we didn't know what else to do. Perhaps we didn't see the fear we are experiencing. We thought it was anger, or sometimes we even think it's strength or injustice and we act from a place of panic. Thankfully, the more we bring fear out into the light and see it for what it is, the better we can use it as a tool to give us information, allowing thoughtfulness and intuition to take the lead once more. Fear is a tool of knowledge. It has information. But intuition and thoughtfulness, they're really good leaders. By changing the role of fear from one of leader to one of informer, We can get out of the mindset of reaction and come into one of action. And isn't that what we encourage in our horses? To take them out of a reactive state and into a active, to make active decisions? My hope is that I can lead by example on this one. If I'm constantly reactive out of fear, why should I expect my horse to act any differently? We don't wanna kill off fear. Being fearless isn't necessarily a good or smart thing. Fear is here for a reason. However, when fear runs wild and unchecked, many times it becomes irrational, or even if it's not irrational, sometimes fear's solutions to problems, those are rash and irrational. Ah, rash and irrational. <laughs> this is why we need bravery. Bravery is seeing the fear, acknowledging the fear, and learning what you need from it, but then putting it aside and taking the lead forward despite its panicked call. Bravery is not the absence of fear. I think we've all heard that at some point in some way or another. But bravery brings back calm, peace, and mindfulness into our actions and decisions. Bravery brings love back into the equation. With bravery, you can choose to act from a place of love rather than react from a place of panic. Love on the other side of the spectrum is a wonderful leader. We are gonna get into a few ways we can approach our fears in just a minute. But first I wanna talk for a second about intuition. Intuition is our friend, our great guiding ally. Like fear, it contains information. But the great thing about intuition is that it's really on our side. I believe it wants us to live our fullest life possible. I've noticed that fear muddies intuition for me. The two get tangled up together But there is a big difference between fear and intuition. Unlike fear, I try my best to always follow my intuition. This does not happen 100% of the time, but I try. I'm going to tell you a really quick story of a time I didn't listen to my intuition last year when it was sending me a really clear message and how it kind of messed me up. Last year, I was sitting on the fence line of Annie's pasture. Annie had her back lined up to me, which is the way she Um, offers if she wants to ride. So she was offering her back to me to ride. And Sierra, my other horse, was standing a couple feet away. Normally, and logically, getting on Annie's back like this wouldn't have been a really big deal. I ride her bridleless and bareback in the pasture with Sierra all the time. And here she was offering her back for me to ride. However, a very clear voice in my head said to me, straight out, don't get on. I thought to myself, don't get on to ride. Annie and Sierra are going to get into something you shouldn't get on right now. I thought it so clearly, like it just came to me and I I see now, you know, 2020 vision hindsight, like it was so clearly my intuition, but what did I do? You may ask. I got on. I heard the voice of intuition so, so clear, but I ignored it and I rationalized the situation instead. And what happened, you may ask? As soon as I got on, Annie and Sierra had a really odd misunderstanding. And somehow a big buck ended up flying in Annie's face at my direction. And in retaliation, Annie went lunging forward to bite Sierra's bum. Just one of those weird horse moments. But like, I wasn't even surprised it happened, (laughs) which is crazy. And it was a weird and unusual moment for them, But I really did feel it coming, and I still got on. I ended up falling off of Annie into the dirt. Luckily, everything really was fine, but it just was so clear to me after that. Like, why did I get on? (laughs) Like, I, I knew it. I felt it. It wasn't the time to get on. So ever since then, I've been trying to be even more aware of my intuition coming in. And even if it seems irrational, listening to it listening to my gut over my mind in moments like that. I'm human and I make mistakes, but hopefully I grow from them. So that's how I'm trying to grow from that one. Intuition works both ways too. Sometimes intuition tells you not to do something and then other times it tells you when it's okay to do something. For instance, the first time I ever rode Leah, Leah is my um, she's my youngest horse and the first time I rode her, I wasn't planning on it at all. She had never been ridden by anyone. No one had sat on her, anything like that. And we were in the pasture and she was just, you know, she had nothing on. We didn't have a halter. We didn't have anything. And I don't recommend this. Don't do this at home. (laughs) But I did at the time. I just felt so clearly like, like this is the time to try getting on. This is the time to, to, uh, to start this. And again, I was so not expecting it, but I just had such a clear feeling that this was a good time. So she came up to the fence and she was lined up and I didn't go crazy on the first time. I just kind of started by like putting my weight on her back, seeing how she felt. And and then I ended up sitting on her and I slid off and I kept it very, very quick and very calm. But I was right. She was in such a good mind state. Like she had no issue with it at all. So intuition goes by both ways. It can tell you when not to do something, and it can tell you when the time is right to try something. So both ways, I try to listen more and more. I might have a plan for the day, but I always make room for intuition to allow me to be flexible and to change my plans. However, like I said, sometimes fear and intuition can wash together, making it hard to decipher between the two. And this is one of the things I've been kind of working with recently This is also one of the reasons why identifying your fear is so important. It's the first step to untangling these two. So what can we do with our fear? How do we develop a healthy relationship with it? I've been pondering this question for the past few days, and I believe that the first step is exactly what we've been talking about. Identifying and getting to know your fears. Acknowledging that they are there brings them out into the light. The very first and crucial step For taking fear out of the unconscious driver's seat and relating to it in a new way. So step one of what I've been trying to do recently. Identify my fear. What am I afraid of? Only by knowing my fear can I examine whether it's rational or irrational. Is the fear something I can actually do something about? If so, I can now ask myself how I can change or help or heal the situation. Then I can lead with thoughtfulness and love. If it's a fear that I can't do anything about, as is the case with a lot of worry, which is something I deal with a lot, I deal with a lot of worry, it's something that's not in our control, then we can let it go, and we can ease our own suffering in the process. This is so much easier said than done, I really feel that, but I know it's true. Two, if you want to put this in steps, just kind of organize my thoughts that way, for this, but it's just another aspect of this that I've been thinking about. Number two is listening to your intuition. Like I said before, one benefit of acknowledging our fear is that we can slowly gain more insight into what is our fear and what is our intuition talking. This is something I'm still trying very much to figure out for myself and something that I know is kind of a consistent practice. I'm practicing noticing the difference in the two feelings. What does fear feel like in my body? Where does it live? Where does intuition live in my body? And how does that feel? These are a few of the questions that you may feel drawn to investigate in yourself. Or maybe you don't feel drawn to investigate them. Just follow your intuition on this one. Follow your instincts. The less we allow fear to run the show, the louder and clearer intuition becomes. Step in quotes three take it slowly. And take it step-by-step. Step. This is something that I really see when working with horses. And I really like feel good about when working with horses. Step-by-step step is a good way to approach situations with horses that scare you. Especially when it comes to horsemanship or training or just your interactions with horses. Just like building any cue, build your confidence step-by-step. Step. This is something the horses have really taught me in many areas. Walk before you trot, trot before you canter, canter before you gallop. I always try to do this when building confidence in horses, and I think the same can be applied with humans. If we're brave and we take it one step at a time, no matter how small the step, we can start building our confidence and our bravery and the safety, like building any cue. I want to push myself to get out of those limitations, but I also don't want to overwhelm myself. So often we get fearful, In chaotic moments, setting yourself up for success by slowing things down, even if that means literally taking one step at a time, is helpful for everyone. I have worked with really bold horses before that truthfully have scared me. And that's how we have to take it, literally one hoof step at a time. There's no shame in taking it back a step either. Better to work from a place of calm and comfort than to jump into chaotic and reactive dates. I think that was a sentence. Yeah, it's a sentence. (laughs) Uh, This may mean working from the outside the fence first. That's okay. There's no shame in working over the fence. Sometimes that's just where you have to start to feel safe. It ends up creating a really solid foundation for you and your horse. One of action rather than one of crazy reaction on both of your parts. As soon as you feel comfortable from behind the gate or from behind the fence, perhaps then you can step inside and so on and so forth. It doesn't have to do with the gate, doesn't have to do with the fence line. I'm more just trying to make it really clear that you can start so small. You can start with protective barriers and just setting yourself up in a way that you can feel comfortable while growing with you and your horse and growing your bravery and growing your confidence together, follow your intuition. And you'll know when the time is right to move forward. You can learn the most intricate and complicated cues with a horse by breaking it down into teeny tiny steps, tiny manageable steps that build on each other can create beautiful and elaborate cues or art or whatever it is you're building with your horse. I think you can do the same with fear and building confidence. Break down the situation. I have to acknowledge my fear, understand it, and use it as information to help guide me with what I need to do next. Then I can make a flexible game plan for the steps we need to take together, letting intuition, thoughtfulness, and my heart lead. Again, letting love lead. I'm actually going to give you an example of kind of this exact situation that happened just a few days ago. We have a new pasture setup, and it has changed the way I take my horses, India, Leah, and Moon, in and out of the gate. The way it's configured, what we were doing before, that we were all very comfortable with, just doesn't work anymore. And see, with gate, when I open the gate, all the horses, they all want to go out to play, and they all want to come out. So it was something I, I know, but I guess I wasn't perfectly prepared for the other day when I took Moon out to give her a bath. It had just rained and Moon was like absolutely filthy. So I took her out to give her a bath. And because of the cold weather, it wasn't cold on the day that I was giving her a bath, but um, the cold weather we had just had were kind of flip-flopping back and forth between these cold and hot, cold and hot. Um, but it left her kind of hyped. And then being wet after a bath also leaves her hyped. And Moon doesn't have the most mindfulness when it comes to her body and her legs. It's something she's grown a lot with, and she's come really far. But sometimes if she's very um, energetic or really hyped up as she was or very emotional, she can revert to just throwing herself around a little bit. So I was dealing with that, and she was being really good. I could feel the energy in her. It was a little explosive, but she was really trying hard to be mindful of me, and I was appreciating it so much. But on the other side of the fence, India didn't want to let Moon back into the pasture, and she was trying to push her way out of the gate if I got near, which is a little bit, it's not weird behavior for India, but it just was unexpected at this moment. So I was a little perplexed on, in this moment, because I wasn't quite prepared for it, how I was going to get Moon back into the pasture. In all honesty, I wasn't expecting this level of chaos with the new gate. So I got a little frazzled. In fact, the situation actually scared me. And I'm going to admit that here being vulnerable, telling you guys when it scared me. But yeah, it, it scared me. I didn't want to get caught up in this frenzy of big horses and get in between them when I wasn't prepared for this situation. So I'm standing there with Moon and looking at India and Leah and feeling all of their energy, just so much energy between the three of them. And I felt the fear start to bubble up. At that moment, I realized I had a few choices. The fear part of my mind wanted to lash out. She was scared, obviously. That's what fear does, (laughs) get scared. I think a thought crossed my mind that I wanted to yell, just calm down to all of them. Like that would help, it's quite ironic. But I think that's kind of what we do when we react out of fear. It's so easy to escalate the situation. So even though that thought, you know, passed through my mind in a moment, a blink of fear, that was obviously not what I wanted to do. Now, I must say, I didn't handle the situation perfectly. My solution wasn't the most graceful, but it was a good learning experience. I brought in as much perspective as I could And I did my best to break things down into little manageable steps on the spot. And I was able to get Moon inside safely for everyone involved. Everyone was good. Everyone was fine. Everyone was happy. And all was cool. It didn't look perfect. It looked a little fumbly. But it worked. And it went far better than it could have, especially if I had gotten really reactive. Moon especially. She responds so quickly to reactivity and to your own emotions. So if I was to go get really crazy with her, get really um, dive into that fear with her, it it would have just escalated so much more because it would escalate in her as well. No one is exempt from fear and I certainly am not. And it doesn't mean you're a bad horse person or that you're afraid of horses in general or, you know, all these things. It's okay. It's okay to be afraid. After I got everything settled and calmed down, I just took a breather. I took a moment to think about how I could have set up the situation for success. What tiny steps I can take for next time that maybe are a little more graceful. How can I break it down to make it calm and safe for everyone and to get out of a fear-based mindset before doing that again, before going into that situation again? That's what I had to think of next. Fear gave me this information. Fear said, it's time to start doing some training around gates. (laughs) It's important I start doing more training around this new gate. Time for a new system that everyone can rely on and relax into. So we're going to practice working with the gate, and I'm going to go in this time with a vision and a flexible plan of what I'd like to experience and what I'd like everyone involved to feel, which is peaceful. I'm going to set us all up for success. I know my personal fear, if unchecked, can cause me to suffer, severe worry puts me in a state of mind where I want to control everything, hyper-control, even things that aren't rational. But I can't. If projected outward, this need for control can push people and horses away and turn me into a nervous reactive wreck. In these times of creeping, crawling fear and doubt, I try to remember this little saying a phrase that is actually tattooed on the arms of one of my best friends so that she can look down and remember it every day. With love, not fear. It's a powerful thing to be reminded in almost any unknown or uncertain situation. It's like they say, at the base of everything, there's only love and fear. All other emotions stem from these two bases. We can choose to act from a place of love or choose to act from a place of fear. And the choice is always ours. I am not perfect, not even close. Choosing love is a consistent practice, one that does get easier over time, but still takes reminding. I want to choose love. In all that I do, I know that love is the answer to greatest understanding, peace, and joy. I'm not perfect, and I never will be. But in this moment, right now, as I record this podcast, I choose love. And that's really the best any of us can ever do. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and joining in on the podcast. I, again, am just so thrilled to be here. If you like the episode and feel like writing a review on iTunes, it really makes a big difference and is so appreciated, especially in these first few weeks of recording and publishing. If there's any topics you'd like to hear on the show or in any suggestions you have, feel free to reach out. Um, Leave a comment on maybe a post I've written about the podcast, one of the recent ones, and I will be sure to look at them all. I have some really exciting things planned, but I'm also always open to suggestions and still have a few episodes I need to fill with content. And I'd love to give you guys the content you want. Again, if you like it, you can write a review, share it with your friends, uh, all that good stuff. It's so, so appreciated. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Bye.